Blog Talk Radio. With your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
that we actually got a great report on all camps that did follow instructions properly, and that's what it's all about. One thing about it, you got to lead by example when you're doing this man's business if you want him to intervene. That means you do nothing, you tell nobody anything unless you will do it first. So if you do it first, then you can talk to your talk because you've been walk the walk yourself, so you know the results of it. That's the same thing we're trying to tell you now about what we got to do to advance Yahweh thought putting his hand on his six anointed camps and grandchild. So we're going to bring our elder in and lead teach out of camp one, and we're going to see if we get something going on and see which way it goes. But one thing about it, the box chair has been lit. The curtain hair went up. All we got to do is one thing, organize, but what kind of way? According to the body. Everything, every move we make, you must make it according to the Bible if you want to walk the end of the day. If you talk this talk, then you got to walk it. Simple as that. If you don't walk it, then y'all just going to sit there and watch it. He's going to do that. Hosea 515 on it. He's going to sit there and look at you. But y'all got order. You never know how we're going to go in a minute, but we're going to bring our elder in and we're going to do some stuff. Elder, Yah, God, Israel, lead you out of camp one, and we'll get it up all on this, uh, take number 72. Y'all think you got to know? Or, hey, Elder, Yah, God, Israel. Yah, God, Israel. Yah, God, Israel. Yah, God, Hallelujah, hallelujah, why, Elder? You know, see your hands be all over the place. So you have to make sure, you know, you know, you burn a pot up in a minute. So what you got to do, that same thing about your body. You got to soak it. You got pain in your body. You got to do the same thing like I do when I burn a pot. I soak it, then I go and wipe it off, then it come back right. See that? That's the same thing you got to do about your body. Do you understand something? You ain't got to always... You have to know the rules and regulations even about your body. You find yourself in pain all over the place. Soak that body while you're sleeping in some good water so your blood can unpick itself so you be able to get up and move around. Like that pot I just burnt up. So yeah, I do. I said, okay, I'm burnt the pot up. So I'm going to do is fill up for a water, turn it off to the side, come back in couple of days, and I said, yeah, see, because I need my hands all over the place, because when you got a call on you, you your hands all over the place, so, um, Elder Yazdai is right, we can get something going on, because you can't run from this thing, you got to run to it, that's all I'm getting. um, Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, what's going on there with that verse there, Elder Yazdai is right? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit 
shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will do the teaching. But you got to be very careful. See, a lot of them, ex-members out of the six anointing camp, they, and a lot of more is using that same statement. But you got to understand something. You know, that by you saying that, listen, it's, it's a little bit more to that. When you say that, it's a little bit more to that. Let's give a case of point to Elder, because I, I got a couple of memos in. You know, a lot of brothers been saying, uh, oh, I didn't know um, that's where you learned this from. I said, I said well, what you mean? Well, um, this some um, ladies and gentlemen have said, that was once a uh, feeling that six on the campus. They, they was your true teacher. I said, oh, yeah, that's what they told you? Yes. And you believe that, huh? Okay. Is that what they said about the old saying? Um, if you buy that, then you buy this bridge that don't exist. <laughs> you buy this bridge that don't even exist. That's pretty good, that feel. All right, hey, hey yo, let's look at the 19th chapter, and we're going to look at something that happened in verse 13 down to verse number 16. This this is the only thing I can say in that line that we're going to get back to where we're on. In Acts chapter 19, although, although you be from the tribe of Yahweh Judah, so-called, okay, Here's some more, more people from the tribe of Yahweh Judah. Let's see what they had going on in the 19th chapter, verse 13, down to verse 16. Then we'll get you get some going on there, y'all. What they had going on when they, because they got Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see how it, how it came out. Acts 19, 13 through 16, come on. Look at that, chapter 19. Summer 13 through 16, read. Acts chapter 19, verse 13. The servant of the vagabond of Yachdai Judah, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of Yaquah, Yaquah the son, saying, We adjure you by Yaquah the son whom Paul teaches. Verse 14. And there were seven sons of one skipper of Yachdai Judah, and chief of the priests which did so. Verse 15, and there were, and, and the evil spirit answered and said, Yahweh the son I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Verse 16, and the men in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. You see that? So you see what happened? They jumped down there. And they were watching Paul, just like all the one that you mentioned that talked to the talk to see Israel. They came not knowing Jack, but now all of a sudden they, they get a couple of verses together, and then they um 
that now. But you'll know by the fruits of the Spirit. So you'll know by the fruits of the Spirit um, exactly how the six and on the camps teach. And you know what? And guess what? And you being in any one of the six camps, you're going to hear the same thing. Because we, uh, we do the 511 judgment. Because all of us do the 511. Hey, Yahweh Israel, what it says in Judges 511 that we all do? The book of Judges, chapter 5, verse number 11 reads, And they were delivered from the whole noise of archers in the place of drawing waters. That shall they rehearse the righteous act of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So what they rehearse is the righteous act. And what is the righteous act they rehearse that we can read in 625 of Deuteronomy? You know, let's, let's find out what is the righteous act that they rehearse. They rehearse the righteous act, the six anointed count. So what's that supposed to mean they do according to 625 of the book called Deuteronomy. What did they do, Elder? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25 reads, There shall be our righteousness. We observe to do all these commandments for Yahweh, as he has commanded us. Uh-huh. You see that? So, when you, when you, do all the commandments, that means that you don't overlook Joel 3, verse 7, the last two lines. So you don't overlook this because you're not doing his commandments if you overlook um, Jeremiah, I mean, Job, uh, um, if they overlook Job, and we're going to tell you, if you overlook this right here, what that make you, and judge, uh, Joey, what, what do I need in the last two lines? What, what do I need there, Elder Yadah, Israel, Joey, what do I need there? Come on. The book of Joey, chapter 2, verse number 7 reads, And they shall not break their ranks. See, see that's the game changer right there. You can't break your rank. And see, and, and everybody that have said that they have taught the sixth anointing camp, what they have did, how did they get in how did you get in contact with the sixth anointing camp? Did you did they come looking for you or you come looking for them? Yeah. You came looking for them. Now all of a sudden, you have graduated now and you teaching them. So that means all the way you can teach them, you have to break rank. That means you broke the law of Yahweh. And when you break the law of Yahweh, that's a big thing right there about breaking the law. Well, what is the biblical definition of breaking the, the law? First uh, John chapter 3, 3 and 4, and 8 down to verse 10. Then precept that with and show you the outcome, the way Yahweh look at you behind it in St. John 10, 1. Let's go back to back with that here, and let's see what we come up with. Come up. The book of Saint, the book of First John, chapter three, verse number three and four, verse number eight through ten reads. Book of Saint, First John, chapter three, 
Verse number three reads, Every man that had this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. Verse number four, Whosoever committed sin transgress also the Torah instructions of Whosoever committed sin transgress also the law, the Torah instructions. So sin is the transgression of the law. Verse number eight. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of Yahweh was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse number nine. Whosoever was born of Yahweh does not commit sin, for his seed remained in him. And he cannot sin, because he is born of Yahweh. Verse 10. And this, the family of Yahweh are manifest, and the family, the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth righteousness is not whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of Yahweh. Neither he that loveth not his brother. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you see that? So there's a so, so daddy, so you got to do righteousness. We find our righteousness keeping is doing the law, and you and you um and you don't break rank. You don't break rank unless you is the architect of it. You don't break rank. That there you go. So so Yahweh is saying, Elder. Let's take a look at what is he saying. How did he set up rank? What what is rank? Let's kind of get an idea of what is rank. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter one one and find out what is rank. What where did this rank come from? How where is this rank set up at? Let's see if we go to Deuteronomy chapter one one and then the question to those that say these things about these um, top women in Men, they talk to six and on the camp, especially this year. Um, what we want to see is um, did you come looking for them or they come looking for you? I guess the seer come looking for you or you came looking for him. We'll find out. Let's see what the rank is when how this rank was set up. We're going to Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1. Then we'll skip down to verse number. We'll we'll try 12. 12 down to verse 17. That that sounds pretty good. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1, 12 to 17. God died Israel. Come on. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse number 1, verse number 12 to 17 reads. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1. These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel. On this side Jordan in the wilderness, the plains over against the Red Sea, between Paran and Tophel, Laban and Hazarot, and Beth Bazelhaed. Verse number 12. How can I myself alone bear your cumbrance and your burden and your strife? Verse 13, that you wise men and understanding 
and known among your tribe, and I will make them rulers over you. Verse 14, and you answer me and say, the thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. Verse 15, so I took the chief of your tribes, wise men and known, and made them heads over you, captains over thousands, captains over hundreds, captains over fifty, captains over ten, officers among your tribes. Verse 16, and I charge your judges at that time saying, here's a cause between your brothers, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger that is with him. Verse 17, you shall not have, you shall not respect persons in judgment, and you shall hear the small as well as the great. You shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is Jacquard. And the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that, I mean, you know, you, you know, you got a whole lot of um, meat on the bone on the precept and on that. And, and what stood out to me when you read verse 12 first, then you read verse 15. So I want to look at 12 first and get a precept on 12 for the international side to understand something about sometimes you hear statements made, but then in that very same hour, Yahweh will sit the record straight through his words. I'm going to look at verse 12 first, Dale. What do verse 12 say? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse number 12 reads, I cannot myself alone bear your cumbrance and your burden and your strife. Mm-hmm. He said, um, how, is, how can I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do this right here alone. So um, we got a precept that he said, I can't do this alone. He said, how can I do all this? So we're going to precept that hell and see exactly what can we read when you petition the Almighty Yahweh? Said, "Hey, Mighty Yahweh, I can't um, I can't do this alone." It's back up to the eleventh chapter, there, Elder, and we'll pick it at verse number eleven, and we're gonna read down to verse number sixteen. Let's see, let's see what's going on. You see, what he say, he said, "I can't uh, I can't do this alone." Okay, he, he, that means he, he gave his petition to the Almighty. Let's see what happened behind there in the 11th chapter of Numbers. And you pick it up at verse number 11. 11, 11 down to verse number 16. What does that help? The book of Numbers, chapter 11. Verse number 11 through 16 reads, Book of Numbers 11. Verse number 11. And Moses said unto Yahweh, Before hast thou afflicted thy servant, wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of all this people upon me? Verse number 12. Have I conceived all this people? Have I begotten them? That thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father beareth a sucking child, to the land which thou swearest unto their father. 
Verse 13. Which should I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. Verse number 14. Am I not able to bear all this people alone? Because it is too heavy for me. Verse 15. If thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee. Out of the hand, if I have found favor in thy sight, let me not see my wit, and let me not see my wretchedness. Verse number 16. Yahweh said unto Moses, Give unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation. They may stand there with thee. Verse 17. Verse number 17. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. And will put it upon them. They shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. You see that? So now, but... What I have uh, learned out of this statement right here, though, he says, do what in verse 16 at Elder? Yeah, I mean, he left a profound statement on what to do. He told Moses what to do. And what he tell him to do in verse 16? The book of Numbers 11, verse number 16 reads, Yahweh said unto Moses, Gather unto me, seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, officers over them, bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. So now we so we clear that Yahweh made it plainly what he wants Moses to do. And Moses is instead of Yahweh, said, Moses, you gotta go get seventy men of Israel that you know to keep the law. Statutes and commandments. So you understand something. We, if you're going to get back right with Yahweh, you got to make sure you reflect the Bible and Yahweh got no, he, he can't break his words. If we set it up according to what Yahweh says and stop making these fleshly decisions, and make men's decisions according to his Bible, look out what Yahweh is going to do. What happened in verse 24? The book of Numbers 11, verse 24 reads, And Moses went out and told the people the word of Yahweh, and gathered 70 men of the elders of the people, and set them round about the tabernacle. You see that? Then you got to follow up on what Yahweh tell you to do. You got to get your personal feelings out the way. And understand, if you want Yahweh to intervene, you must make a Bible decision, not a fleshly decision. That's the way it is. You got to make a Bible decision. See? So now I'm taking notes as we go because Sounds very interesting to me. So now, so now, did, did he once say it to Moses? Moses kind of forgot. Did he once say this to Moses in um, Exodus three fourteen and fifteen? Uh, 
Where do you pull that from? I mean, evidently Moses must have forgot on what Yahweh said prior to it, but Yahweh always come back and remind you about some things that you need to know. He'll remind you. Exodus 3, 14 and 15, what is that else? The book of Exodus chapter 3. Verse number 14, verse number 15 reads, Exodus 3, verse number 14, And Yahweh, and Yahweh said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt thou say unto the family of Israel, I am that sent me unto you. Verse 15, Yahweh said more unto Moses, Thou shalt thou say unto the family of Israel, Yahweh your father, Yahweh Abraham, Yaquah Israel has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse number 16. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The same Yaquah, Yaquah of your fathers, Yaquah of Abraham, Yaquah of Isaac, Yaquah of Israel appears to me said, As sure as this is you, and see that which is done to you. In Egypt. Right. So you see, Yahweh is a order, Yahweh. And, and like, I, like we say to the sixth anointing camp, we got to understand one thing that we got to get in order. The men must leave. Your better half is your help me to you. That's the highest point she gets. She is your help me to what you need to be done. That's the highest position she gets. And once you understand that, then Yahweh will intervene. The highest position that your better half gets is a help me. Can't get no hide in that. According to the Bible, men got to step to the plate and make a Bible decision. Then Yahweh have no choice but to intervene. That's what got to be done. It's not asking you better ask what we're gonna do. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, and automatic what you're gonna do is what the Bible tells you to do. Case in point, we're going to um. They go to Ruth, chapter 1. This all over, come out your better hand's mouth once you open your mouth. It's all come out your mouth. Ruth, chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. This is the way it got to be. You want Yahweh to intervene because one thing about it, we know it's going to be a school. We know it's going to be a, a great big garden, banquet hall. And some of us are leaving out. But we know it's going to happen. But one thing about it, when they come all over the world to sit down with them, you got to make sure you Bible on orientation of the Bible. you got to make sure that what you tell them, you know the outcome of it because you have done it first. That's the problem we make it. See, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't tell you about to how to remove disease out your body. If, if Yahweh have not shown you through the Bible based upon 
the highest thing you put in your mouth is from the tree. The worst thing you can put in your mouth is dead stuff. And once you put that dead stuff in your body, you got to know how to detox it out. But your reward in the kingdom will be up on a vine tree with everything that grows on the tree. That will be your meat. Because it's plainly that we got to understand one thing. I got to put a rabbit out of that behind that one, Phil. In Isaiah 65, you know, we see the mother say, fear. Hey, let me give a hit on that microphone a little bit. Hallelujah. So now, in the book of Isaiah, Elder, see, we got to cut them down and then go in the Bible and see, well, what do the Bible say I'm supposed to do? Then whatever the Bible tells me to do, that's how it's going to be. That's the end of it. In Isaiah, Elder, I want to look at um, a profound verse. In Isaiah uh, 65, that I'm struggling right now, you know, I want to know how things going to be when it's all said and done. Okay, Ron, but, okay, first thing, what do we say in Isaiah 65? He, he makes a statement, Elder, that what he going to do and, uh, and I'm struggling right now. He makes a profound statement. Struggling right now. He, he makes a statement about what, what he's going to do. Yeah. See, take that page, page out of the book. You keep talking until you get yourself prepared to deliver the knockout. So he says something there in 65 to the children of the book. He says in verse 24. What did he say in verse 24? That so you keep you keep running your jibber jab till you get the ducks in a row because you don't want no ass thing. So what did he say that he going to do in verse 24? Isaiah 65, 24. What did he say to hell? Book of Isaiah 65, verse number 24 reads, And it shall come to pass, that before they call, I would answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. You see that? See, this thing going to be, this thing going to be such a great once you stand that you got to understand, especially in leadership position, six anointed counties. You can't teach based upon the things that and if you is sitting there thumbing all over the place. Nope. You can't be seen at Red Lobster and the Chinese buffet and you teach about the dietary about how to, you can't do that six and on the camp. You you embarrass all the camp. When one of you camp act up, all of them get uh, a mark on it. 
And you, and you turn right around and teach it, and you over there at, at Chinese buffet, it's not good. It's not good. Can't do it. Because you've been chosen to make a Bible decision. But guess what? You got to live in a Bible decision, too. So that's a bad report on two out of the six counts. Bad report. And I will be addressing the two out of the six counts. That's bad. So I'm going to address it on the airways. Then I'm going to give them a telephone talk to you. Because that's a bad report. Now, so now, so we find out right now that it, it came to pass that Yahweh will heed. See, when you're in order, Yahweh will heed. Before you get your thoughts right, Yahweh got you. But look what he's going to do in verse 25. The book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 25 reads, The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the bullock. And that shall be the serpent's meat that shall not hurt nor destroy in all my righteous mountains, save Yahweh. You see that? So that means something got to happen, and that's why we got to look at this thing. Something got to happen in First Corinthians chapter fourteen. You know, see, something got to happen for all this reversal thing. Got that? Something got to happen in First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Some, something got to happen. Let's see what's got to go on in First Corinthians chapter fourteen that we need to know. And First Corinthians fourteen, there, elder, around about fifteen. So, in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, elder. Let's see what he says, and let's pick up at verse number 50. We'll read down until we get out some more. Let's read down, straight on down to verse 58. Let's, 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 let's listen to all this good reading and good understanding. So for that to happen, what we just got to read, meaning that uh, one of the camps told, left the message and it got back to me, well, I don't know what to do about it. I don't eat no no. If I don't eat no uh, chicken or uh, uh, cow, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I said, I ain't said nothing yet. But you in leadership and you don't know what to do, sitting on the cap, two out of the four caps, you don't know what to do? How you want somebody taking their body out and you don't know what to do? I, I don't know, can I make it if I don't eat no um uh, Chicken or cow, or no dead meat. I thought I folks just don't eat no pork. Wait a minute, you folks eat. Well, let me explain something to you. Listen, if a person is sick, you got to give them the number one remedy: how to get their body back on the right track. And the, the number one remedy, according to the Bible, is you take them and give, and give them something real nice. This is what you give them. 
Just like, let me bring the mothers in real. Let me get the mothers. Mothers, and let's see. Now, you know I want to holler that microphone, too. That's right. So, um, Mother E, one of the mothers out of camp one, leave by example. I like that. I like, I like, I like to see. I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm seeing. I see the glow of the mother. I see it. You know, and I, I watch everybody from Page's book. First, getting give a and I like the beach days because the beach days is about to get a little wine, and then they're gonna do some talking. And guess what? Those still gonna do some listening too. Yeah, I like that too. Well, that was a great, great more of blowing the trumpet, and we had a lot of information out of it. But understand one thing: two out of the six council voices of the two Israelites. I am very disappointed in you on your teaching lesson and you make an example like you don't know. Listen, you got to lead by example. If you got a member, you got to, okay, if you want to go visit somebody, let's, let's bring mother in first. And let's, let's show you what you do when you go on visit somebody that's uh, not well. Let me show you what you got to do. Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Yahweh bless you, Israel. Yahweh bless you, Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Mother E. Excellent. And we know Chapter 5, verses 21 and 22. 
21, Z. <clears throat> Prove all things, hold fast, that which is good. 22. A base from all, a basis from all appearance of evil. A thing, a thing from all appearance of evil. You might say, you might say, well, no, see, I went in every, I, I went in to get them out, and then they were had a, they had a lot in their bag, but you went in there with fringes on. So you gotta, you first of all, you should not be picking nobody up though. You should not be picking nobody up anyway from Red Lobster or the Chinese all-you-can-eat restaurant because you, because it's it going to reflect back to your teaching. And you know that Yahweh told you about the Chinese, the Japanese, Moabites, Ammonites. He made plain with you. And he also told you plain in Leviticus chapter 11 about eating shrimp, lobster, catfish, and frog legs, right? And he was speaking to the children of Israel. So you have, you put a bad look on the other four camps that are doing right by talking this and walking it, by coming out of these restaurants that you know is detrimental to your health. I mean, all of them, they can eat all that stuff. They can eat that stuff, and, and, and then they can do anything they want to do. But you can't, because it's going to mess you up. Because he ain't eating you that to eat. You can't eat. Again, my story is, the polar bear was created by Yahweh. So was the gorilla. The polar bear eats blood. He eats whales and fish. He eats blood.
and that is a general legal document to look at Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon and say, if you're not going to be a Christian and worship white man Jesus and bow down to this cross, you're going to be in perpetual slavery. But that's going against your mighty one. Because you told you in number 15, 15, and 16, as you are, so should the strangers be. You see? That's why you can't make move unless you lead by example. That's what I'm always saying. So now, now look at the WCC. Where did it say that y'all is above everybody? Well, World Council of Church, where did it say that at? We'll take a look and see what it is. I tell you what, let's bring in another mother out of Camp One. See, all the mothers, see, all the mothers need by example. So if you want to be tutored to understand your position, you need to come by the Sixth Anointed Camp where all of them got mothers in it. You know, all of them on the same page. But, but they're from mostly at Camp One. I get fans to out the mother's children, and they lead by example. They got the same spirit you see today and yesterday on them, and that's what, and that's what we're talking about. They ain't all over the place, and that's how you build from there. That's all I'm saying. But uh, WCC, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you a question. Let me see how brave mother did up here, brave. So when you meet another one of the mothers out of camp one. Mother D.F. Israel, Travel Yahshua. Yahshua, Israel. Yahshua, bless you, Seer Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Now, Mother D.F. Israel, the WCC, the World Council of Churches, 500 million members, saying, Where is children of Israel? It's not. Ain't isn't all men's crazy? No. The polar bear and the gorilla, they were both made by Yahweh, but they can't eat the same thing. So we were created, and we were told some things, and we didn't know what we were told. What we were told, Mother, in Exodus chapter, Mother D of Israel, what were we told mm-hmm. in what I want? Exodus, um, make that Deuteronomy is um, 421. What? No, did I want 421? No, I want mm-hmm. Exodus. I want Exodus uh, 421. 221. I'll try that. Try me some Exodus 221 and 222. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exodus. Two. Yeah. Give me verse uh, two, verse twenty-one and twenty-two, mother. Yeah, Israel. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I want? I don't know. You say you said Exodus two. Don't, don't say you don't know now. You do know now. Don't say you don't know. You do know. You're on different places. I don't know. You know why we know? Because all we got to do to make sure we're saying the right thing, we ask the I.L. over there. He said, A.I.L. As we um, 
You're saying the right thing. He said, L's and Law said, we ain't saying all the right things. Go to 4, 21 and 22. So that, they said, that's, that's what we mean by order. What you do, when you know you're in a type, and you, and you always check, because this is an order about how to get in order. So in the fourth chapter of Mark, of Exodus, Chapter 21 and 22. Can you have those sit out? Thank you, there. What is it say, Mother? 4, 21 and 22. <clears throat> Exodus chapter 4, verse 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. Okay, it reads. And Yahweh said unto Moses, When thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand, but I will harden his mind that he shall not let the people go. 22. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus says Yahweh of Israel is my son, even my firstborn. You see that? Now, how, so how is Israel is his firstborn son, and Israel, the Israelite tribe, is a last nation that was produced by Yahweh. How is Jesus firstborn? He's the firstborn that Yahweh did with a nation. This is the first nation in the Bible he ever dealt with. The children of Israel have the pecking order. They were first as a nation that he dealt with. He dealt with many individuals. Adam all the way to Abraham. But they were individuals. But the first nation he ever dealt with was the 12 tribes of Israel that came out of Jacob, who named the chains of Israel. That's what's so important about you, children of Israel. As a nation, you got bragging rights, but you don't know. You think you're Christmas, African-American, and Negro. You're the first nation he ever dealt with. Then he said something, uh, you know, the young guy, Israel, about this right here. In the 26th chapter, 15 down to verse 19. Listen to what he said. See, you going to believe what he said? Let's see what he said. We're going to read what he said. We're going to go. See, Moses want to get a prayer up. See, you can't get a prayer up unless Yahweh recognize you in all. So Moses want to get a prayer up to Yahweh, and Moses put a statement on the table. He got behind the roster, and he put a prayer up. Let's, let's, let's hear some of his prayer that Moses sent up to the Almighty Yahweh, Y-H-W-H. Let's see what he says in 26, 15, out of verse 19. Hey, the God, here's where come out. Book of Deuteronomy. Yes, sir. 26, verse 15, out of verse 19. What, what did he, Moses trying to get a prayer up to Yahweh. Let's see what. What did Moses throw on the table to get Yahweh's attention? Let's see what happened. Come out. 
Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verse number 15 to 19 reads. Book of Deuteronomy 26, verse 15. Look down from thy righteous habitation from heaven and bless your people Israel, the land which thou hast given us, and thou swearest unto our fathers, a land that floweth with milk and honey. Verse 16. This day, Yahweh has commanded thee to do these statutes, judgments, and thou shalt keep and do them with all thy heart and with all thy strength. Verse 17. Thou have vowed Yahweh this day to be your Yahweh, to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and to hearken unto his voice. Verse 18. And Yahweh has vowed you this day to be his special people, as he had promised thee, and that thou shouldest keep all his commandments. Verse 19. To make thee high above all nations, which he had made and praised, and in name, and in honor, and that thou mayest be righteous, people unto Yahweh, as he has spoken. Hey, you hear that? You hear the man can say it? See, this is why you got to, you know, understand, especially you six of Lonely Camp. I am very disappointed in two out of six. You cannot. If you've been made higher above all nations, that means you is the leader when it comes down to this right You can't do what is contrary to this Bible. I don't care if you're wearing fringes in and you're going to help Grandma come out, to, come out of the restaurant. First of all, Grandma won't be in that restaurant. Now I got to go in. I'm going in and, and push Grandma back into the van. She over there in Red Lobster. That's the reason she in that wheelchair there by being in Red Lobster. That's why she in the wheelchair. From eating stuff that Yahweh told you not to eat in Leviticus chapter 11. He told you don't eat come near. Shrimp, lobster, catfish, frog legs. He tell you in verse 47, you got to make a dip what you put in your mouth. Huh? And he told you over there in the and uh, Deuteronomy about the uh, the Moabites and Ammonites, which is Chinese and Japanese. He just says they didn't do right when you came. And uh, what was that? In Deuteronomy 23, Deuteronomy 23, he told you about them, the Chinese and the Japanese. And that's why they ran right out there, put a place up every, everywhere next to you because they know you ain't because you reading the book out of the out of the eyes of, you reading this Bible out of the eyes of, what his name again, um, what I said his name was, the fifth, what his name again, uh, in 1441, what his name again, El? Nicholas, as you Pope Nicholas the fifth. Hey, Pope Nicholas the fifth. You reading the Bible out of Pope Nicholas the fifth point of view. Important Nicholas the Bill. Satan got into him and told him, Go and deal on Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon. He signed an executive order for Portugal and Spain to come over to you first 
indeed do you want to convert to white man Jesus and keep him son, our Lord Jesus Christ? They said, what is that? He said, if they don't do it, they're going off into slavery and perpetual slavery and everything they got confiscated. Why don't you read, put them on your, on your, on your, on your uh, computer. Coke Nickel was the fifth. 1441, this famous paper bull. And read what he put he got. He gave the Portugal and Spain a land that don't even belong to him. He said, now, y'all reward us. I'm going to give you um, the northern world, and I'm going to give you the western world called America. But and, and, ain't people all over there? No. Lord God, Jesus Christ told me to tell y'all do that. You get over there and do it. You Christian. Yeah. That's right. So you being a Christian today, it, it, do you know what the Bible say you are really dead? Huh? Your Bible say you're dead. And 65, hey, sixty five. Hey, my And sixty five. I ain't forgot about the basket going to the sick people yet. I ain't forgot about that. But I want to show you what you really did. When you took on this title for being a Christian, Islam and Judaism. Do you know what the Bible says you are dead? Do you know? We'll read it. 65, 15. Hey, hey Mother East, what it says, what the children of Israel have did, send by the mouth of the seer to tell the children of Israel, this is what you have did. 65, 15 of our day, what it says you're going to do. The book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shall read Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 15. You shall leave your name for a curse unto my children. For the Yahweh, Yahweh shall slay thee and shall and call his servants by another name. He ain't going to call his servants by another name. He's going he to slay you. Every time he calls you by another name, he's going to slay you. He's going to slay you in your mind. He's going to slay you in your body. He said, he said you're going to leave your name for a curse. Your name. You know what the man just said? You're going to leave your name for a curse. What is your name? Do you know what your name is? It was prophesied in Isaiah 65, 15. You were going to leave your name for a curse. Now, El, let's find out what name have you left for a curse name. We'll find out. Let's find out right now. Let's go to uh, El Yadda Israel. Let's run to Genesis 32, verse 1. And let's see who who who, who jumped into the picture. Then we'll skip down to verse 24. Let's find out what's going on. Let's find out what kind of story is this. Is this a heavily told story or just a, a fantasy? Let's see what's going on in the 32, verse 1 of Genesis. Elder Yah died yesterday. What's going on 32, verse 1? Then we'll skip down to... 24 down to verse 30. Let's see what will happen. The book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse number 1. Verse number 24 through 32 reads, the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse number 1 reads, Genesis 32, verse number 1. And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of Yahweh met him. Verse number 24. 
Book of Genesis 32, verse 24. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Verse 25. When he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Verse 26. He said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Verse 27. And he said unto him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Verse 28. He said, Your name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for prince, has thy power with Yahweh and with man, and has provision. Verse 29. Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. He said, Wherefore is it that thou dost act after my name? And he blessed him there. Verse number 30. And Jacob called the name of that place, Paniel. For I have seen Yahweh face to face, and my life is preserved. Verse 31. And as he passed over Paniel, the sun rose upon him. He halted. Now, you know you just dropped the bomb still on... Uh, the national audience when you precept this Bible. You just dropped the bombshell on, on, on this now. Well, back up a verse and, and let's see exactly what did uh, Jacob ask this man, this uh, man. Back up to verse 29 and let, let's see can we take a little meat off this bomb through the precept. Back up to verse 29 again, Aaron. The book of Genesis. Chapter 32, verse 29 reads, Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee your name. He said, Wherefore is it that thou dost act after my name? And he blessed him there. Hey, that's been talking there. Now, he was wrestling with a man, but uh, according to the section on the camp, now we clear he was with a man, but we already know that we already are comprehension is very high as it can on account. Because we already know what verse 1 said. What did verse 1 say again? The book of Genesis 32, verse 1. And Jacob went on his way, and an angel of Yahweh met him. <laughs> that's right. See, that's the angel right there. So that man was an angel. So that man, that man was an angel, you see? That way it was. So Jacob was wrestled with an angel. And, that, and he asked, and that angel, and he asked that angel, which was at the appearance of a man, he said, um, see, what he put him in was a struggle. And that's what we try to tell you, see, Roy, you ain't just, this, this thing that we in right now, you think you just going to make decisions because of your flesh? No. This thing, you got to make a decision according to the Bible, and this is a struggle. This is a struggle here. This is a load here. See? You think you're just going to have a cakewalk? No. You got to make a Bible decision just like Jacob was in a struggle. And he, he didn't just give Jacob anything. The angel came down there and, 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 and appeared as a man. And and wrestled with him, hit him in his thigh, boom! His thigh was out of joint. And the angel said, "Let me go." He said, "I I ain't gonna let you go. 
until you do what? Bless me. You see what he wanted? Jacob wanted a blessing out of his day. But what did we just got to read? We know the six on the camp understand we just got to read the sixty-five fifteen. He said, You're gonna leave your name for a curse. What did the angel give him? A name. The angel gave him a name. The name is a blessed name. That name acts of Yahweh attention. You remember um, when you had your children or your nieces, nephews, and one of them cry? Don't you stop immediately what you're doing and go see what they want? Do you know you got the same power if you understand what he just asked for and received? He said, by the mouth of an angel to the field, you're going to leave your name for a curse. The reason why you in the problem you in today, 12 trials of Israel, because you fulfilling that prophecy right now. 95% of the children of Israel is in the Roman Catholic Church. 95, 95% of them is Roman Catholic Church. Don't you know that Christianity, Islam, Judaism is all paganism and suicide to you? Because you have left your name for a curse. So when you read what Pope Alexander V did, you ain't going to even put it together. You think he was jumping Christian from Christian. No, he was jumping you, your forefathers and mother. that knew nothing about Christianity, Christ-like, Lord, God, and Jesus. You didn't know none of that stuff. You were beat off into that. Your kids were sold into Brazil. They were put on island of Thomas, St. Thomas. And your parents said, what can we do to see our kids? He said, convert and be a Christian. And see this cross in my hand and worship this white man, Jesus. Although you go around your computer and pull up the Pope, don't you worship white man, Jesus? He go right in the back room and look at Black Madonna and Black Baby. And had all had a cottage all on their they red knees too. Then they come back out and, and flash to you, white man Jesus. You see what he do? And you fall for all this stuff. See, you have left your name for a curse. You can get this day. He's only one most of blessing. So thirty five, nine and ten Aaron. And uh Mother E, I want you to meet, meet me over to Deuteronomy, Mother, Mother E. In the 33rd chapter of Deuteronomy, Mother E, I want to analyze something. I want to analyze something. Now, he said, you can leave your name for a curse. But remember when we read in the early part of the lesson that Moses forgot what Yahweh had told him about a few Hours ago in Exodus, he said, I can't bear this alone. That was Moses said. It's Moses. Yahweh just told you Moses a little while ago in Exodus chapter 3, 14 through 15. He said, Look here. I'll give you the word. Go get the hills and, and, and take them up. See? So Moses came right back behind and forgot about it in the 11th chapter and started talking, talking that talk. Yahweh told the same thing. Look out there. 
and finally seven men that you know that keep the statutes, commandments, and the law. Yes, bring them to me. Come, come, come. Bring them to me. And I'm going to take that verse 24, 11, chapter number, that same thing on you, Moses, and 16. I'm going to put it on them. So everybody's going to speak the same thing. Look at the latter day thing. Where do you, you get that? We all got to speak the same thing. Well, uh, can you give me um, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10? See, one thing about it, all the big dignitaries will get their shots in. But it's just like you getting their shots in, we'll give them a Bible shot right back to them. See, we'll, see we'll, we don't care about it. So we know once we get in order, we know how this thing going to end up once we in order. And then everything you have did to the six anointed camp is got a, a, a um a help. It's got it written and uh let me pull a rabbit out of that help. And Isaiah sixty verse twelve. I need to pull a rabbit out of that. See this see, this is what we know. See, this is what we do know. That's what we call this broadcast six nights a week and we just ready to check out a bit. But something we do know that was told by Isaiah the Seer in 60 verse 20. What was told about it? You know? The book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verse number 12, read. Book of Isaiah 60, verse number 12. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve you shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. You that? See, we already know that in time to come, the prophecy is going to be filled, and all of the nations that make it, they're going to do what? Serve you. And they're going to do something else. So, sooner or later, you can get a, they call it, get a, a, a dry run. You can practice, you can practice this. You know, it's up to you. You can just get in practice for it now, or you can wait to like I said, the now later. The now later. Yeah, that's candy bar, right? So you can you can start rehearsing that righteous act now, or you just can wait later. Because but it's gonna happen. You know why? Because you told our jail it's gonna happen. Hey yo. So he said, if the nations don't serve you, they're gonna pass. And not only that, not only that in the forty ninth chapter
in your window, back bike. And I'm saying that um, what Yahweh got written, we told us here. In the 49th chapter, verse 22 and 23. Didn't he told us here? He said, you go, now you make sure you get over there and tell the Israelites, the lead tribe, Judah, and Benjamin is his, is his, is the, Benjamin going to be a light to you. You know, Levi and Simeon, all these will be tied to your hip. So you got to remind them that this is what's going to happen in the 49th chapter, verse 22 and 23. What does it say here? The book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse number 22, verse 23 reads. Book of Isaiah 49, verse 22. The same God, behold, I will lift up my hand to the nation, Gentiles. And said, I must send it to the people. They shall bring your sons in their arms. Your daughters shall, shall they carry on their shoulders. Verse 23. And kings shall be thy nurses' fathers, and their queens thy nurses' mothers. They shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth, and lick up the dust of thy feet. And thou shalt know that I am Yahweh, for they shall not be ashamed. Then wait for me. Now do, now do I need to say anything but but standing green? Do I? Do, now he read it. He, he read it. He read it with with the best with the best of it. He read it. Now do do I have to interpret that what he just said? He said this was going to happen. See, listen, Kate. But but you left your name for a curse. You doing everything contrary to the Bible. Then you want to know why you got so much problems in your head, you all over the place? Because you wasn't taught that you left your name for a curse. You got a curse name right now as we speak. Well, we'll show what to do about it. But you got a curse name because he said you had a curse name of a member. But Jacob asked for a black name. He asked for a black he asked for a blessing. And then the first thing the angel told him, he said, what is your name? So literally, you, if you're catching it, the blessing first starts in the name. The, the blessing of the Almighty. Also, Satan is in the blessing business too, but we're not reading it in this lesson. But your first blessing is in the name. Isaiah 65, 15 said, you're going to leave your name for a curse. My chosen one is going to leave your name for a curse. Didn't we read in 4, 21, 22, Israel is my firstborn? So put that part together. And then, then look at you and your name you got right now. Huh? The name you got right now. Do you know that name? It's contrary to the Bible. You left your name for a curse, man. You proud of the, I guess, for example, the Patterson reunion. The Patterson re- reunion. He helped in. Arkansas. So all the Patterson come, you don't left your name for a curse. 
when you're teaching six anointing camps and you see a cross relationship come to you for counter advice, or maybe you talk about one day we want to hook up and get together. Understand one thing. They have to understand one thing. You both got to be walking in the law, statutes, and commandments of the YHWH name, Yahweh. You both got to have on friends. You both got to be keeping what's written in this Bible. Then we got to sit down and conversation. You got to understand that your better half high position is to be a help meet to you in the relationship. They might be president mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the Congo, but when it comes down to the relationship according to husband and wife, the man gets the first word, and the last word. That's Bible. You got to understand your position, and the man got to understand his position, according to the Bible. Then the blessing of Yahweh will be in that relationship. But if you're all over the place, and you make making fleshly uh, moves out, outside the tribe, now look at, look at your forefathers, the biggest dignitary out of the Minute you came in, let's see what they did. You know, then four verse twelve. What did they do? Book of Tobit. Tobit. Yep. Book of Tobit, chapter four, verse number twelve reads. Tobit four, verse number twelve. Beware of all whoredom, my son. Seek me. Take a wife of the seed of your father. Take not a strange woman to wife, which is not of the which is not of your father's tribe. We are of, for we are the children of the seers, nor Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose name is changed to Israel. Remember, my son, that our fathers from the beginning, even that they all married wives of their own kindred and were blessed in their children, and their seed shall inherit the land. They were blessed in their children. In their children. Did you hear what the man said? He told his son, remember my son. Because you're going to see all these other nations. But I'm, I'm forewarning you now. Your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. They were blessed in their children. Because they married out of their own family tribe. If you from the tribe of Judah, that's who you marry. If you from the tribe of Levi, that's who you marry. And you both got to be keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. Blameless. That's how you set up a marriage. Count for it. One came in wearing fringes and one didn't. And they come and see what we plan on getting together. First of all, you're out of order. You got on fringes, and you don't have on fringes. And y'all going to be a what? That means the order is not set up. So first of all, you get the order right. See? See? You got to get the order right. Now, come back to 35, 9, and 10 now, you know. Come back to that. Let's get to the second winner. Because Moses, Moses just just forgot. But here's here what you take Moses back to, the second winner. And the 35, 
verse 9 down to verse 12. Let's, let's see what happens from 35, 9 to 12 when the name was changed from Jacob to Israel. And I ain't forgot, mother, we're going to take a look at um that angel. That angel, right. That angel that walked with him, that was wrapped with him, he asked the angel. He's an angel. What's your name? He said, why do you ask me what my name was? And he blessed him there. You know what we're going to do? We're going to find out something after it'll uh, take a look at the reminder. See, sometimes you got to be reminded, like we reminded the two out of six counts. You can't make moves that look contrary and, and, and wearing your royal blue garments and your friends go off into Chinese restaurants and red lobster and bring out the bags to, to carry out food or whatever and skid it and grin. Okay? If you if you're gonna teach this, you must live it. Got it? Good. Let's uh look at thirty five, nine through twelve. They almost come out. Book of Genesis, chapter thirty five. Verse number nine through ten. Nine through ten. Well, take it all the way down to verse twelve. I I I need to hear something. I need to hear something down there in verse twelve. I need to hear something. So we're gonna take it all the way down to verse twelve. I'm gonna add a little bit more to it, Elder. Excellent. Come on. The book of Genesis, chapter thirty-five, verse number nine through twelve reads. Book of Genesis thirty-five, verse number nine. Yahweh appeared unto Jacob again. He came out of Padanaram and blessed him. Verse number 10. Yahweh said unto him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called anymore Jacob. But Israel shall be your name. And he called his name Israel. Verse number 11. Yahweh said unto him, I am Yahweh Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and companies of nations shall be of thee. A king shall come out of thy loins. Verse 12. Of the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, to thee will I give it, and to your seed after you will I give the land. Now look at that. You hear what obedience, and when you ask questions and get answers, now you apply the answers. Now you see what he had coming. Now why that is not taught in the World Council Churches. That verse will never be read. The Latter Day Saints out of Utah. That will never be read. Is anybody? The Roman Catholic Church, Timothy Dolan, is council board in New York. That will never be read. Why? It's in the Bible. Because it tells the story. It tells the story about the children of the book. The one you call African American, Negro, and color. It tells the story. So if you told the story, you know, uh, they'd be right out there in a the herb. I'm going to ride in the herb in a little while anyway. Because um, this message is a load on the known world. And it's going to get stronger and stronger once we do what? Get in order and lead by example. Everything that's written here. When you get in order and lead by example, if you're going to teach, you 
you must lead a bit. And it starts with six anointed camps. You can't teach about what to put in your mouth, and you over there eating shrimp, lobsters, and catfish. I, I got to get one more in here. Then, then matter of fact, uh, we see how other elders have came in the room. He'll bring him in and see what the Almighty put on him to tell the national audience over 900,000 strong and plus and add. But one thing about it, see, you must know these things, and, and you got to be taught this. You got to do some kind of research on your own. The reason why you both be nowhere near a Chinese restaurant or a Japanese restaurant, here goes to order some yakwa. And look what he called them people. You listen to what he called. Verse 2 down to verse 6. Now, I'm just right back, and I'm going to comment after we hear it. What I want to know, what did he call these people in verse 2 and the people he talking about in verse 3? And, and what did he tell you in verse 6? I want I want to know this in your mind to remember. In an answer line is 224-600-5579. Your question legit? One of the members out of six million cameras get back with you? Huh? Got it? Good. But I don't know. He's going to say something here in verse number two. And he's talking about the people in verse three. And he's telling you what to do in verse six. You got it? One, two, 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 six, arrow come. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse number two through six reads. Book of Deuteronomy 23, verse number 2. A shall not enter to the congregation of Yahweh, even to his tenth generation. Shall he not enter to the congregation of Yahweh? Verse number 3. An Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter to the congregation of Yahweh, even to their tenth generation. Shall they, not, shall they not enter into the congregation of Yahweh forever? Verse number 4. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when you came forth out of Egypt. Because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, of Petro, of Mesopotamia, to curse you. Verse 5. Nevertheless, Yahweh, your Yahweh, will not hearken to Balaam. But Yahweh turned the curse into a blessing unto thee. Because Yahweh, your Yahweh, love you. Verse number 6. You shall not seek their peace, nor their prosperity, all the days forever. You, you, you can hear what the man says, forever, ever, ever. So, the two camps of the bosses of the two is like that will see coming out of the Chinese restaurants with the doggy bags on with plenty. Did you forget that? Did you forget? You you teach you are taught this. You in a Chinese restaurant with branches on, coming out with the with the, with the bag, huh? Not good. Not good. No. You should leave. I mean, I ain't suggesting that at all. But you should leave. I mean. 
if you have respect for the other four counts, you should at least put on you um, the suit they wear in Israel, a black Undertaker suit and a Abraham Lincoln party hat. You should you should wear it like that. Why you go in with royal blue garments on with Prince? Bosses over to his right. Right here. All you do is put on you what they got in Israel, the, the Undertaker suit, right? Black. And the big Abraham Lincoln party. Then you two went up in there and got to. I'm not suggesting you go in that period. I understand what's now. You could take up under consideration of everybody else. That's it. You know, you could dress up like the people in the land of Israel. With that Undertaker suit on and that pot hat, then gone up in there and got your auntie out of the red lobster in that wheelchair. Then you did up for debate of what you see what I'm saying. That is good. All right, we're going to bring our other L name. L must have He's going to address this national audience, and then we'll get back with um, whatever y'all want to put on us. And I'm saying, so you can't forget. Like Moses, he forgot what Yahshua reminded. Stop reminding again. Don't do that. Put you up. A black suit on, Undertaker uh, suit on, and a, and a Abraham Lincoln party hat on. Then pull up to the driveway and get your people out and take them back home. That's all I need to do. All right, let's look at Brown Hill then. He'll tell you all about the broadcast pick number 72, and we'll get back to the broadcast, although, although he's broadcast too. So when you meet our elder, Elder Tibbs, with a loud voice, you say, Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel, Charlie Yacht God, you. Yacht God, be there, see you right. And Yacht God, bless you, see you as well, see you as well. Hallelujah. Yacht God. All I can tell you is the box tail been lit and the curtain air went up. And what did Almighty put on you to tell this mass Northern over 9,000 strong? Take your time. We were all going to stay in order. You on the clock, come on. Well, once again, Yonkwa Boys, you see it as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And as I say, it's always a great pleasure to be among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. That is a good thing. Because the more that hear Yaqua's word, I do believe it should be better. We ran into an occasion that's kind of strange that uh, we're talking about marriages today, and I ran into that earlier working with someone on the broadcast trying to get new members to listen in to the word of Yaqua. They were doing pretty good at first. But the other half, I should say, the husband that was listening, he decided that he would step in and say, you don't need to do that. Studying for yourself, you study to look at someone else. So that's bad when you have to see that and you read Bible scriptures that remind you of that. Reminding myself of John 15, verse number 20. Remember the word that I said unto you, a service not greater than his, than his Yahweh. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. 
You know, not what already told us that it's all. You don't want to keep this in. How they going to keep uh, what you're telling them that you just mine? So we lose some and we win some. But the most that we win, we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Doc Rogers. That come to your lives and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's words. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days, and much more. We do all this because you have not. This information you came to seek, and have not found that in the voices of the Israelites, tribe of God. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, unless we have a high day. But Sabbath class we will have, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. The bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an ordinary class that starts at 2 or 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. So you will search on any search line of any one of your smart devices in the tribeyada.com. After clicking it, once again, look for tribeyada.com-israelites. This will take you to a big lineup where you'll see some choices. One of these items and offerings with PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you might see menu, but as you click once again, you'll see choices. Still choose the times and offerings when doing so. Remember what it tells us in the Book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, verse number 8. 7 says, Give to the Yahweh, all you tenants of the people. Give unto the Yahweh the glory to unto his name. Bring an offering to come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that we are doing this to remember that Yahweh loves that you are forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you best years out while Also, for building the school, which I can see after the day is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods that we continue to speak of in this program. Also, while there, don't forget to check the calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This feature is available during our live broadcast time. Just enter three words to get there. Yahweh, radio live. And after click enter, look for voices from the truth lights, private broadcast. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh in mind. The first is... 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is an international number where you can call and leave a message on those questions on, which can be answered by anyone from the six or nine cams of the outlaws ministry. But also I'm saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, I only hear a discouraging clip followed by a bell tone. 
Also, by calling this number, you can order with our members well at the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on ABA. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive a call. On another note, please do not contact us here. You can email, phone, or text before broadcasts are happening. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen. And here they're now in addition to that, a better day sentence. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if your question is legit, you will receive a call back. And unless you call during the change. As I said, you will only hear of the spiritual now, if you've happened to miss the beginning of our program, then I always just the entire show today after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time is repeated after 10.30. To do that, just give me three words, Rockwell Radio Live. And if you click in it, look for voices for the truth lights. Right as you done. Just choose the program that you're late walking into or any previous day that you would like to listen and also doing our normal blood talk broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitted on Peltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or your computer, even now your smartwatch. Just download the Peltalk app. You will be listed under every group, African American. So the voice of other children's lights, tribe of your dog. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. We have lost work. We'll also be working through a Bible education. Online there, answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And at broadcast ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on health talk. I'll be with you all. But that continuing reminder, I always get. And we're giving those scriptures to speak by the seer. Be quick to hear, slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh was full smoke. Remember that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we give a reminder be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up and so we'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, on the moon, Yahweh. All right, yo. Hallelujah, that was excellent. My, my check, I think your, your microphone was a little a moon. It, was, it wasn't all the way um, checked. It was a little, little down. We heard you plainly. But I checked that microphone and um, make sure... Um, Bring you back on even louder than what you was the last time. Now I don't know um, WCC. I don't see Mother E on a broadcast. What don't happen? Mother E was to bring me some verses, and I don't see Mother E on the broadcast. Is, is I'm overlooking Mother E? Uh, Elder, is, 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 is I'm overlooking Mother E. Is Mother E still on the broadcast? Uh, good question. Let me take a look and see. Uh, 
We got two sets of lives here. Oh, uh, who you are? Well, all right. Was, I, I like that. I, I, I like to hear that. You know, because uh, Mother Evil going to bring me some Deuteronomy back in. And now it's time to bring them verses back in, but I don't see Mother Evil. Um, I don't see her as well, I don't see her. So what now? I don't see her like she's been dropped out. Well, that's uh, that's two. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. Well, it's always a hidden hand somewhere. Yeah. And we're not gonna throw the broadcast down by the hidden hand. Now, now, mother dear, now mother dear, Israel. Now, now, it'll, uh, bring that verse again back. Yada Israel, bring that verse back again. Thirty-two, verse one, and one what? One and. In a man, when a man asks a question, bring that verse back. I need verse one, thirty-two, verse one, because I want to pull a precept out there to enlighten exactly what's going on. In thirty-two, verse one of Genesis, Elder Yahweh Israel, and when the question was asked, "What is your name?" and he blessed him there. That's the verse I want. Back to back, come on now, Book of Genesis chapter 32, verse number 1. Genesis 32, verse number 1. Verse number 27, read. Verse number 1. Genesis 32, verse number 1. When the people saw that Moses made to come down out of the mouth, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up. Hold on, hold on, Hey, hold on. Um. Um, 32 yeah, verse 1. Yeah, I'm, in wrong, I'm in the wrong book, yeah. The book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse number 1. And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of Yahweh met him. Verse number 1 of Genesis, chapter 32. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, your name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost access to my name? And he blessed him there. So you say, he said, um, now Angel met him, said Angel was a man that was in appearance of a man. He, he wrapped him up and let him know that it's going to be a struggle thing. So you ain't, it's, and that's strange every time tell a six annoying camp. This is going to be a struggle thing. And, um, And it's gonna be a struggle thing. Uh, hey, Hilda, Mr. Chief, give me a precept on that. Check that microphone. Uh, give me a precept on that. It's gonna be a struggle thing. Let's see in Hebrews chapter ten, verse thirty-five through thirty-nine. Hilda, Mr. Chief, come back with your mother, dear Israel. Mother, dear Israel, have me at Deuteronomy. Have me at Deuteronomy. I have mother. Mother, you take a look at my double see mother on the broadcast right now. I don't know what will happen. But when now, um, hey, yo, mm-hmm. what's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 to 39? Okay, in the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter 10. Okay, looking at the book of Hebrews. 
chapter 10, reading verses 35 to verse number 39. Verse 35 says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. 36, for ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of Yahweh, you might receive the promise. 37, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not carry. 38, now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 39, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the same of the soul. Mm-hmm. So he says, he says, he's all, don't, don't, don't lose your juice. In 35 through 39, he said, now if you draw back, he got no, he ain't got no pleasure in you in draw back. So if you draw back from doing Yahweh's will, and you know what his will is, keeping his law, he ain't got no pleasure, pleasure in you. And he said, in the end of 39, he said, you will be destroyed. More ways than one. Okay? So one thing about it, you can't draw back after you um, tasted the good words. You got to always move forward. You ain't got no pleasure in you when you draw back. I remember brother saying, I said, brother, you know it's time for you to be a teacher. He, he loved that because he, he, he trans- teaching for the women. But when he started having lessons that were half the women, looking at him at the side of his eyes, he said, hey, Phil, I said, what's that? He said, I don't want to be teaching no more. I said, why not? He said, you know, I, I don't want to see how the women's looking at me and I, I want to stay on, on their good side. I said, brother, you, 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 Kill with this or here, you can't you can't be in the thing because of that is your desire, brother. You gotta make sure your teacher's Bible. So he said he ain't gonna be a teacher no more. Okay. I said, then we read the same verse that he ever got to read. And the next week, even to this day, he's in bad shape. Mentally and physically. Because you know what he did? Tasted a good word, but now to stay on the side of the women, he can't make a Bible decision no more. And from the point that he in, from making that statement to this point, he on that slippery slope as we speak it, and don't know how to get off of it even to this day. What we trying to tell you, you can't taste the good word of Yahweh and draw back. Do the man going to destroy you? Especially those in the chapter, what is it, um, 4, 19 through, 20, 19 through 21, he always starts with leadership. You can't take this good word and all of a sudden you draw back on this good word. That's why when I come on this broadcast, I give it all I got. Why? Because it can be my bad. You know? So you don't you don't fumble around this thing with him. You move forward, and then you ask for more when the 
business come out of Yahweh. But Yahweh in the blessing business, he also in the living up business. So Paul went to that great big temple of the southern kingdom and told him, Yahweh ain't got a pleasure if you draw back. We're going to destroy you. So we're trying to take. In this word we live, move forward in the words. Move forward in Yahweh's words. What kind of way? As it is written. Now, mother, now, mother, DF Israel, we, we found out it was an angel in 32 verse 1. Mm-hmm. And the angel showed up as a man. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Now, we want to identify who was that angel, mother. We want to identify who was that angel that identified with him by going and looking at the Deuteronomy's book, mother. We're going to do the Romans and find out who, who, what's going on. And do the Romans, mother. We want to find out. We'll make that excellent. We'll find out who is this angel that, um, let's pick up at um, 33, 811, down to verse 15. Do the Romans 33. I mean, Exodus. Thank you, Mom. Exodus 33, verse 11 down to verse 15. Let's find out exactly who was that angel that had the appearance of a man that Jacob was wrestling with, and the angel got a lick on him and hit him on his thigh and threw his thigh out of joint, and the angel told him, that became a man. Let me go. He said, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. And that's what we trying to tell you, Steve, right here. You, you going to have to go through something to get you where you want to get to the kingdom. You ain't going to have no cakewalk. You have to make some Bible decisions. And it ain't going to be nice to those that unequally yoke in the plus with you. And once they're unequally yoked in the plus with you, you got to make a Bible decision on that too. Good. Exodus 33, 11th down to verse 15. Come on, mother. Exodus chapter 33, verses 11 to 15. Verse, Exodus uh, 33, verse 11. And Yahweh spake unto Moses face to face as a man. Speaketh unto his friend. And... He turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Verse 12, And Moses said unto Yahweh, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send, send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know you by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. 13. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now. Thy way that I 
may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is your people. Of 14, and he said, my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. 15, and he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up. Hence. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, he said, okay, Moses, I'm, my presence is going to go before you. My presence is mm-hmm. going to go before you, Moses. That's what he say. See? So there he is right there. Mm-hmm. My, my presence is going to go before you, Moses. So now, and remember, remember that we just got to read. Uh, Jacob said, well, what is your name? He said, why do you ask mm-hmm. me what my name is? And he blessed him there. He said, your name will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be called Israel. He blessed him there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Yahweh just said, thy presence is going to go before you, uh, Moses. He said, that's what he said. Now, we're going to preach mm-hmm. that to Luke chapter 1, Moses. And we're look at, at verse number 11. Down to verse 14. Let's find out a little bit more. Let's see if we get suspicious. Luke chapter 1, 11 down to verse 14. Okay, Luke chapter 1. Okay. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Luke 1, 11 through 14. No dead face on the airway. Keep talking okay. about it. Okay. Okay, Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1, I can't even hardly get the page to turn. Luke chapter 1, verses, verses, uh, can you repeat the verse? 11 down to 14. Luke chapter 1, Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 1, 11 through 14. 11 through 14. Luke chapter 1, uh, verse 11. And there appeared unto him an angel of Yahweh standing on the right side of the altar of incense. 12. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and feared. Fear fell upon him. 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard of thy wife Elizabeth, shall bear you a son, and thou shalt call his name John. 14. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the old seer, he heard that. And skip on verse 17, what happened next? Luke 1, 17. Yeah, huh? let's check it out. Let's check it out in verse 19. Then, then we're going to step in and comment and see we're all on point. 
17 and 19. Okay, Luke chapter 1, verse 17 to 19. Verse 17, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the minds of the fathers to the children and the disobedience to the to to the wisdom of the just uh, just to make ready a people prepared for Yahweh verse nineteen eighteen and Zechariah said unto the angel whereby shall I know this for I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years verse nineteen and the angel answered, said unto him, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of Yahweh and am sent to speak unto you and to show you these glad tidings. Now, now, Molly, you won't take a shot at you. Uh, uh, um, the hell will take a shot at you. You won't take a shot at who? Who was that? Who was who was that? Um, when Yahweh said in thirty-three, "I'm gonna send my presence before you." He said, "I'm gonna send my presence before you." And who mm-hmm. was that? That met Jacob and wrestled with him and gave him the blessing by saying his name to um. When Jacob asked him, he said, "He said, what's your name that you bless me with all this good stuff?" He said, "Man." Why you don't know my name? My, mm-hmm. Don't worry about my name. And put the blessing mm-hmm. on it. So, mother, mm-hmm. you want to take a shot mm-hmm. of that? Who was that angel by name? That was, that was uh, Gabriel. X. X. That, let me say, his presence going to go before you. That was Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So, that's the one made him extra, mother. That's extra. That was Gabriel. Met Jacob. Wrestle with him mm-hmm. as a man, and told him this will be a struggle, but you got the blessing, and the blessing is in the name of what Israel. See, that's why it's mm-hmm. so important for children of the twelve tribes to understand. The blessing is in your name. It starts when at the end of your name, it's Israel. You ain't got to ask Mister Nobody to do nothing for you. At the end of your name, you put Israel there. Now. You line up with your mighty one. The blessing is in the name. Gabriel brought the blessing down. Gabriel stand in the presence of Yahweh. But if you got a problem with that, look what he said in verse 20. Luke chapter 1, verse 20. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my word, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Oh, so you see what mother? So what, what messed up Zechariah's father? What messed him up, mother, according to verse 20? He didn't believe he didn't believe the word. And that's what we're trying to tell the six anointed camp. 
you got to believe what the Bible is saying. You got to make a Bible decision. Can't keep on making these plushy decisions. You can't draw back from this man's business. You're gonna lose more ways than one. And you tell me, but you don't believe it. You think you you think you can do the ten one? Hey, hey, Mother E. I mean, Mother Beer, give me ten one. This what it make you when you draw back from Yahweh's word. Ten verse one of Saint John. And um, hello, y'all Israel. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna read the Bob a little bit in Zechariah chapter five, verse six down to verse eight. I'm gonna read the Bob a little bit. So um, have me that Zechariah chapter five, six to eight. We want to raise the Bob a little bit. We want to identify something. So mother, what you read, mother? Saint John chapter ten, verse one. What? Cho- Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. And you're talking about being a thief and a robber spiritually when you couldn't yuck watch you. That's spiritually. You can't draw back in this word. You can't teach this unless you live it. Again, two out of the six camps made some bad moves. Wearing royal blue garments, going into the Chinese restaurant, and the red lobster, and coming out with bags and skinning and grain. That's a bad move. You're supposed to dress up in your, what they got over in Israel, uh, put on your, uh, Undertaker, black suit in a Abraham Lincoln party hat, then went up in there to get your people out, as you say you you you, you did. Okay, good. We put that aside. Now, um, but I made a statement earlier that you got to understand in a relationship, both of you have to be right. You got to be on the same page. If that ain't what's going on, and you got to understand the rules. So they come before you, they got to know the rules. Now, Elder, Mr. Tiff, pull that microphone up a little, a little louder so we can understand the rules. And give me um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 and 16. Let's see what the rules is. 14 and 16. Genesis 3, Mr. Tiff, verse number 14 and 16. What's the rules? In the book of Genesis. Chapter 3, looking at verses 14 and verse number 16. Verse number 14 says, And the Yahweh said unto the serpent, Because you hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and the dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. 16. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and thou shalt desire, and thou shalt desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Wait a minute. I, I, I think I missed a verse out there. I didn't hear what I want to hear. I missed a verse um, in the third chapter. I missed something. Look at... Um, 
Look at verse 13. Uh, uh, make that 13. Okay. Yeah, make that 13. Okay, change my notes here. Okay, yeah, verse, 13. verse number 13. Verse 13 says, And Yahweh said unto the woman, What is that that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. So you see, Yahweh asked the woman a question. What have you did, woman? She said, well, the, the serpent tricked me. He said, oh, yeah? Now read verse 16. Verse number 16 says, And to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and thou desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So you see, so that's when it happened. Yahweh is the one called a judgment on the woman. He asked the woman, he wondered what you just got through doing. He said, well, that, that old serpent, that old serpent tricked me. He said, he tricked you, huh? He said, I'll tell you what, from this point on, your desire is to be to that man you with. That's your highest position you can have until I come back on earth. Your desire is to that man you with. That is your desire. So we so when you get in a relationship, you ask the woman, what is your desire? What are my desires I want to be? No, that ain't your first desire. Your first desire is what, to meet me where I'm at. So there go your first desire. So they have to know that in a relationship from the get-go. What is your desire? Well, I want to be a... Uh, no, your first desire is to see what I need, and I'm going to rule over you. Well, where you get that from? Yeah, well, you got what I call judgment on you. And everything you to you today. And your desire is supposed to be to me. So that's it. So there's a, that's why I said the highest position you can get is what we just got to read. So Yahweh called that. Then, and uh, in Romans, and in uh, Luke chapter 1, 16 and 17, and when you hear these statements, this is what you're supposed to say. And Luke chapter 1, 16 and 17, give them get on with our elders and check it exactly right. So now, so now you see where it came from. That's where it came from. Yahweh, he asked you a question. What happened? What did you just got you doing, woman? She said, well, that serpent tricked me. He said, okay, from this point on, your desires are to that man right over there. And he's going to rule over you. You got it? That's why you got to make sure the man that, that you with is a Yahweh man. So that's the highest position you can get in Yahweh. I mean, you might get a high position in the world. You might be um, uh, wherever the high position it is. But when you get back home, you got to understand what the Bible saying. The Bible saying. You got to do Bible. Then Yahweh will bless us if we do Bible. Now, this is how you're supposed to talk behind that. 116 and 17 years. Come on. Book of Ruth. Chapter 1, reading 16 and 17. 16 says, And Ruth said, Entreat not to, entreat me not to leave thee, or return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. 
for the thou largest I will lodge, that people should be my people, and thy Yahweh, my Yahweh. 17. When thou diest, I will die, and I, and there I will be buried, and there I will be buried. The Yahweh do so to me, and more also, if but, but death hard be than me. Ah, well, well we, we have heard that, Yoda, but, but uh, I hope that Matthew ought to heard it real good. So when you say your desire to be to that man you with now, from that point on, that means whatever that man on, you got to be on. That's why you got to make sure you got you a Yachwali man, 37, 12 through 15, because that man's responsibility is to make the, have the first word and the last word. And that, and Yahweh is the one called that. And Genesis chapter 3, 13, and 16. So this is Yahweh's doing. And all we're supposed to say, uh, Mother E, Mother D of Israel, 118.23, this is what we're supposed to respond behind what we just got through here. This is supposed to be our response. 118.23, Mother D of Israel, bring it. Psalms. One eighteen verse twenty three. Okay, what? Give Psalms me one eighteen. Twenty three. Give me one eighteen. Twenty two. Give me one of them. Come on. You want twenty two too? Yeah, now give me twenty three. Psalms one eighteen. Psalms one eighteen verse twenty three. This is Yahweh's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. That's all we both say. This is the hand of Yahweh. This is Yahweh doing. So this is what Yahweh says it's going to be until you come back, and that's the end of it. So when you're in a relationship, that rule must be enforced in your household. Survive. That's why you come together in the head before you come together in the bed. You got to know the rules of Yahweh. If you want the blessing of Yahweh, do the rules of Yahweh. That's it. All right, yo. Y'all die, Israel. Now we're going to raise the Bible a little bit by going to Zechariah chapter 5, 68. Listen to this for this. Elder, y'all die, Israel. Come on. Look at Zechariah. Look at Zechariah chapter 5. Verse number 6 through 8 reads. The book of Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 5, verse number 6 to 8. Zechariah 5, verse number 6 reads, Now I said, what is it? And he said, this is an ephah that goeth forth. He said, moreover, this is their resemblance through all the earth. Verse number 7, Behold, there was lifted up a talent of lead, and this is a woman. And sit in the midst of the ephah. Verse 78. And he said, This is wickedness. And he cast it into the midst of the ephah. And he cast the weight of lead upon the mouth thereof. Mm-hmm. That's big talk. That's, that's big talk there. Yeah. Back up, back up, uh, read verse 4, down to verse um, 8 again, because uh, I, I want to really count them. Look at this real captain. We um, I wonder what that real capital 
in that book of Zechariah chapter 5, pick up verse 4. I, I need more content for the national audience. Pick up verse 4. The book of Zechariah chapter 5, verse number 4 through 8 reads, Zechariah chapter 5, verse number 4, And we bring it forth, say, if you have quality of hope, you shall enter to the house of the people, and into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. You shall remain in the midst of his house, and shall consume it with the timber thereof, and the stones thereof. Verse number 5. Then the angel that talked with me went forth and said unto me, Lift up now thine eyes and see, what is this that goeth forth? Verse number 6. And I said, What is it? And he said, This is an ephah that goeth forth. He said, Moreover, this is their resemblance through all the earth. Verse number 7. Behold, there was lifted up a talent of lead. This is a woman that sits. In the midst of the ephah. Verse number 8. He said, This is wickedness. And he cast it into the midst of the ephah. And he cast the weight of lead upon the mouth thereof. Mm. Uh, 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 read verse 3, L. Read verse 3. Book of Zechariah, chapter 5, verse number 3. Then said he unto me, This is the curse. It goeth forth over the face of the whole earth. For everyone that is still shall be cut off, as on this side according to it. And everyone that swears shall be cut off, as on that side according to it. <laughs> is, it is anybody get suspicious? You, you, hear, you hear what I'm saying? The fear asked the question, what? what is this? You know what an ether is? It's like um. A basket, a measure, like it's not a rule, it's a measuring basket, stuff you put in, you measure that, and, and it was floating around, just floating around, uh, Ephra, it's, um, we ain't got time to go through the dramatics on it, but to put on the computer what it is, but it's like a basket, but it got, it's a measure in it by what you got in it, you know, he said that thing was floating around, but he said this thing right here that he's looking at, he said, this thing is wicked. And he says, not only that, he said it was um, a woman that was sitting in the midst of that. The woman was sitting in the midst of that, but he said, not only that, it was a curse and everyone that still it, you know, he, so he said, hold on, thing from three down to verse number eight. Now, but then he, but then he said something to Ezekiel, and 33, verse 15, about the same thing, Elder. So he says something in Ezekiel 33, verse 15, what he says. Book of Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse number 15 reads. Book of Ezekiel 33, verse number 15 reads. If the wicked restore the pledge, even again that he have robbed, Walk in the statutes of his of life without committing sin. He shall surely live, he shall not die. So you see he's saying this right here, this curse, this wicked thing, but but he gives the he gives this wicked thing a opportunity to repent. Stop your lies, you can stop your lies, stop lying, 
give back what you are robbed and you are stole, and then repent, then you will live. Okay? That's what he said. But he also says that he said, well, what is this, um, uh, what he said again, uh, Eldie said something. He made a statement in verse number seven. He made a, a statement in verse seven, Eldie. He made a profound statement in verse seven. What did he say in verse seven? The book of Zechariah. Yeah, five, seven. Yeah, same book, five, verse seven. He made a statement in verse seven. I was going to, I was going to, Take a look at that. Five verse seven. Look at Zechariah chapter five, verse number seven reads, "And behold, there was lifted up a talent of lead. And this is a woman that sitteth in the midst of the ephah." Well, can you say this? This is a woman sitting in the midst of this ephah, and, and you heard all the attributes about that. You know, there was a woman sitting there. Now let's preach up that the end time prophecy is. And let's see, can we uh, come up out of what, what he was looking at by precept in your Bible in the 17th chapter, verse 1. He said, now, this wickedness, this wicked woman had, um, she had many names and a whole lot of things in verse 3. She got, this wicked done everything contrary to the Bible. He said, this is a curse. This is curses over the whole earth. That's what he just said. In verse 3, down to verse 8, we'll take that a little bit heavier tomorrow on it. But 3 to 8, saying this woman, she got power. And, and she, uh, matter of fact, uh, it'll back up to 47 verse 1. 1, 2, and 3, uh, Isaiah, let's get, let's get warmed up and get suspicious. Isaiah 47, 1, 2, and 3, let's get some more prophecy on it. Book of Isaiah, chapter 47, verse number 1 through 3, it reads. Isaiah 47, verse number 1 reads. Come down and sit in the depth, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground. There is no throne, O daughter of the Chaldees. Thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Verse number 2. Take the millstone and grind meal and cover thy lot. Make bare the legs. Uncover the thigh, pass over the river. Verse number three. Your nakedness shall be uncovered. Yea, your shame shall be seen. Now I will not, and I will take vengeance, and will not meet thee as a man. Uh-huh. Well, now we should be getting pretty suspicious now on what's going on now. Now let's go, but remember, hey, hey, up Israel, we can't help forget that the rock 11, verse 12. So you remember. Hey, mother, be up Israel. Get that to right 11, verse 12. We got to remember. See, we got to remember one thing. Six is on the camp. We got to remember one thing. Come on, mother, give me that 11, verse 12. That's the right. Where's mother, be up Israel at? Pick it up, Israel, y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get you out the way real quick. Sirach, 11, verse 12. Come on, Mo. Sirach. 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 Yes, ma'am. Verse 12. I, 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 I need it real quick. I need this real quick out the way. Okay. 
again, there is another that is slow and has need of help, waiting, ability, and full of, I can't get that word. Yet the eyes of Yahweh look upon him for good and send him up from his low estate. All uh, right. So, so we got we got to understand something. A lot of times he's on his broadcast, those that's full of Islamic, Christianity, and Judaism, they and But they can't be built up if they just follow the scriptures. You know, put their personal beliefs to the side and just look at the Bible saying. But remember, they're going to be slow. So they're going to be ingrained in Christianity, Islam, white man, Jesus. They're going to have that down pat. You know, uh, uh, whoever like me and I like them, that's it. Never the background. They're going to be slow. So you all saying going to be slow. So you got to take your time, Sister Naughty Camp, when you deliver the knockout flow. Now, if y'all want to help them, he'll step in and help them and say, look here, you'll make this make this repent and get about that wickedness. And this woman, now because this woman is going to be punished big time. This woman is going to be punished big time. This woman is running things. She'll curse on the earth today. She'll curse. She said, I'm going to get this woman, and I'm going to show her nakedness. Y'all got it? Good. I hear that. So that going to be two precepts, 47, 1, 2, and 3. And, and Zachariah, you got it, um, 5. Three down in verse 8. Now we're going to find out who you're talking about by going by precept in the Bible, Revelation 17, figure verse 1. Let's read a little bit, Elder. Book of Revelation, chapter 17, verse number 1 reads. Book of Revelation 17, verse number 1. And there came one of the seven minister spirit angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me, saying, Unto me, come hither, and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that spitteth upon many walls. Verse number two, whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Verse number three, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Verse number four, and the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having the golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of the, her fornication. Verse number five, the front of her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlot and abomination of the earth. Verse number six. Verse six. Verse number six. Now so the woman drunk it with the blood. Now so the woman drunk it with the blood. Now so the woman drunk it with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, oh. I wondered with great admiration. Ain't that something? You hear what this Bible just unfolds to you coming out of Zechariah chapter 3, 5 to 8, this 
deeper he saw this woman was in it, his woman had power, and his, and his woman been traced back to the abomination of the earth, the mother of Holly, and his mother, her appearance is in purple and red. And what she wears today is purple and red. And what she have on her hands is a golden cup on her hand. Who does that fit today? You see how the Bible unfolded to you, children of Israel? Do you see how the Bible unfolds that that wickedness was told by the seers back there in Zechariah? And it was told by Isaiah, this woman, church's going to be pulled up and see her nakedness. And we found out this woman we talk about today is running the, the head of religion that started in 1441 by Pope Nicholas V. Do you see how this Bible is telling you the 18 verse 4 of Revelation, come out of her, my people, because when I get her, I'm going to get you too. Do you, do you see this? Do you got it here? And you, and you see, and the name they're going to be using is Jesus. Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the name they're going to be telling you the name is. Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the head of this organization will be wearing purple and red, scarlet color. That's what they're going to be having on. You Do I have to tell you who it is? Huh? Do, can you put it together? Do you believe your body? I can't believe that. I've been in this for 40, 50 years. So what? It's time for you to repent and come out of her. Close the same elder. Give me 18, verse 4 and 5, elder of uh, Revelation. 18, verse 4 and 5, and close the same. You can't come up out of her. That's up to you. That's up to you. Elder, y'all got I mean, Elder still. Give me a close statement, but give me uh, 18, chapter, verse 4 and 5 of Revelation. See, we come here humble. Our job, we're not anti-anybody. We just poke 12 tribes of Israel and tell the children of Israel, second section on the camp, you got to make a Bible decision. This woman time is being revealed. So when once it's being revealed, it's going to be sealed. He's going to tell you something. Tell you what John said was told by the angels. 18, 4 and 5 and close, 7 and L, Mr. Tibbs, come Elder Mr. Till, 18, chapter, verse 4 and 5. Pick it up, Mo, dear of Israel. Okay, 18, verse 4 and 5, pick it up, dear of Israel. You're breaking up. I, I can't hear you. You say, you say. 18, chapter, verse 4 and 5. Of what 18, book? 18, verse 4 and 5. Of Revelation. Okay. Revelation 18, verses 4 and 5. Verse 4, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sin, and that you receive not of her plagues. Verse 5, for her, for her sins have reached unto heaven. And Yahweh has remembered her sins. Mm-hmm. And verse 10. And, close oh, verse, and, 10. Verse, 
Verse 10, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, at last, at last, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thou judgment come. You see that? So you see that? So Yahweh going to take care of all this business, and if you tie it in with this great big organization that we have purple and red and got a golden cup in their hand, when he take them down, he's going to take you down with him. He said, come out of her, my people. Don't be partaker of her sin. Huh? Do you going down with her? In the organization where purple and red and got a golden cup in their hand full of blasphemy, and they use the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there is a devil. It was prophesied in Zechariah chapter 5, 3 down to verse 8. He said, this is wickedness. It's up to you to show your loved one what the Bible says. Take your feelings out of the way and just show them what the Bible says. That's it. Mother of Israel. Told him, said, be back on that way tomorrow, 6 o'clock. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, I want to uh, say, I couldn't find nothing. I want to say, Thank y'all for being part of the uh, the program tonight. Thanking y'all for his word. And I want to say, hold on and don't give up, as Mother E always say. Hallelujah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, Elder Mr. Tills, uh, WCC said, well, we just going to mute you out the broadcast. Well, you're ready, you're station. You do what you want to do. But I understand one thing. We don't, that's why we, we keep telling you, see, right? We come humble. We got no animosity against anybody. We just, we not anti-anybody. We just pro 12 tribes of Israel. We from the tribe of Judah, we lead tribe. Our job is to wake up the children of Israel, show them where they are falling from. They hope they'll do um hey, give me that verse, Elder. Give me that verse over there in um Revelation where it's over something. Um and tell them what they gotta do. They gotta remember where they're falling from, Elder, and they gotta do something. And, and how you remember where you're falling from? is to understand that you're not African-American, Negro, and color. And the modern night lesson, we'll read that you offer into a, a mixed relationship. He even got a guideline how you handle that. And you tune in tomorrow and we'll show you exactly how you, if you had a cross relationship out of your tribe, once you find what tribe you're in, he even got how you deal with that. That's written in the Bible. Because some made it the second didn't know. I didn't know I was going to be in a cross relationship. I thought it reflect who looked like me. I didn't know that. I thought whoever liked me and I liked them. No. Children of Israel, you got a higher standard than, than the other nations do. And you forbid to do such a thing. And tomorrow night lesson will show you exactly 
how much time you have to correct it according to the Bible. Not in this lesson, but we will do it tomorrow. Got it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night lesson, 6 o'clock. Tune in on time. All you on the international side. And we'll show you just how much time you have to correct a cross relationship. In the Bible. Tomorrow night. Got it? Good. All right, Elder Yahweh Israel. Uh, give me my verse when Yahweh tell you what to do. Uh, where, where we at? And, um, where we at? You, you on the clock here? Come on. Yada Israel. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse number 5 reads. Revelation, chapter 2, verse 5. Remember, therefore, from which thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and remove your candlestick out of its place, except you repent. You see what man is saying? You see, you see, you see, you hear what he said? This is end time prophecy. One seventeen through nineteen and four one end time prophecy. He said your only way back is to repent. You didn't know that cross relationship is not our day from Yahweh. You didn't know. Okay, we're gonna show you tomorrow night how much time he give you to correct that. Okay, you got to do the two verse five, repent. Then and Acts three nineteen, what is it saying three nineteen, um Elder? Acts three nineteen. Book of Acts chapter three. Verse number nineteen reads. Book of Acts chapter three. Verse number nineteen reads. Acts three. Verse number nineteen. Repent you therefore. And be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the time of the refreshing shall come from the presence of Yahweh. You see, you see, you see we got open for you? And guess what? It ain't for one people on the planet. It's not going to do that. Are you, do you know it's written in the Bible? It's one people is not going to do that. They're going to take their lives. They lie, mischievous ways all the way until he drops hailstone on their head. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna they ain't gonna come clean. One people. You know what it is? Twelve, sixteen, and seventeen in Hebrew. Let's find out who this one people is that gonna take their wickedness all the way in. And they ain't gonna give it up. That's what the Bible says. Who is who are who who are they? Hebrews twelve. 16 and 17, Yahweh Israel, come out. The book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse number 16 and verse 17 reads. Book of Hebrews 12, verse 16. If there be any fornicator or profane person, as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Verse 17. For you know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he started carefully with tears. Although he cried up a storm, but he just couldn't pull the trigger to repent. He just couldn't pull the trigger to repent. So you got some to hear the truth of the Bible. You can put the Bible down and come back and look at it again. Say the same thing. 
the only people in the Bible that's going to take their wickedness all the way in to the end. It is the precept of Malachi chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Here's the precept. Malachi 1, 3 and 4. Where's the hell? Book of Malachi. The book of Malachi chapter 1, verse number 3 and 4 reads. Book of Malachi chapter 1. Book of Malachi chapter 1, verse number 3, verse number 4 reads. Malachi 1, verse number 3. And I hated Esau. He laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Verse number 4. Where's Edom? Esau saith, We are impoverished, but we will return and build the desert places. Thus saith Yahweh of hosts, they shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness, and the people against whom Yahweh have indignation forever. Hey, you, you hear what he said? And guess what? And when Paul came into the flood in the ninth chapter of Romans, verse 13, Paul pulled that verse and, and skipped out the verse 19 and 22. So now, now what? Now here comes Paul going to the great big temple where Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon are the southern kingdom. Let's see now Paul going to pull the same verse out of Malachi. Listen to what Paul said that we all can read together. In 9, verse 13 of Romans, on the right side of the book, Son back in heaven, see with his father, and 19 down to verse 22. What's the hell? The book of Romans, chapter 9, verse number 13, verse number 19 through 22 reads. Book of Romans, chapter 9, verse number 13. Is written, Israel, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Verse number 19. Thou wilt say then unto me, but that he yet find fault, for who have resisted his will. Verse 20. David, O man, who art thou that replies against Yahweh, shall the thing fall say to him that formed it? It had, why has thou made me thus? Verse 21. And that the power of power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor. Verse 22. What if Yahweh willing to show his wrath and to make his power known and do it with much long suffering? The vessel of wrath fitted to a destruction. You hear what the man said? Paul said, and Mother read, this is Yahweh doing, and his marvelous in our sight in 118.23. Yahweh created a people, one for honor and one for dishonor. This is Yahweh doing. He created a people fitted for destruction. Why? Because he knew you was going to go off into Pay him no never mind like you pay the fear no never mind today. He knew you were going to do that. So he said, I'm a, I'm a creative people. 
and they're going to be heartless. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in the book of Habakkuk 2, verse 4, he'll tell you about it. See, listen, the Bible speaks, remember, you hear in the field speak, but the small building, a board case, hey, put this verse with that. Put this with that. He kind of wake you up because when you outside of what you for your responsibility, do you know what you're dealing with? Huh? Look what a back of the cedar says in two verse four. What do you say? The book of Abeka, chapter two, verse number four reads. Book of Abeka, chapter two, verse number four. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by the covenant. He said his soul ain't right. He said this man's soul ain't right. You know what the soul is? You the soul? That means from the toe to the top of the head, this man is not right. He was. And when you precept that to Ecclesiastes 115, do you believe the Bible? You can go to 713 in the same book of Ecclesiastes. Would you listen to the Bible? Put it down. Play tape number 72 again and see this change. But have your King James Bible looking at it. And see that it says the same thing. All we're doing is rehearsing the righteous act. Wake up 12 tribes of Israel and put Israel at the end of your name and get your blessing. Where your name is, put the end of your name Israel. That's all you got to do. And you got the blessing of Yahweh. Then keep what you got written in this Bible. Look what he says to David or Solomon. One of them he said in Ecclesiastes 115. He was instructing him to put it in the book. Look what he said. 115, what he said, Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse number 15, read. Ecclesiastes 1, verse 15. That which is crooked cannot be made straight. You hear the man that which is wooden. Great. And that Try which again, is wooden. Go ahead, Hill. Start again. I'm going to be quiet as I can. 115 again. I got my hand in my mouth. Go ahead. The book of Ecclesiastes 1, verse 15 reads, That which is crooked cannot be made straight. That which is wanted cannot be numbered. Were he made crooked, you can't straighten it out. Oh, with this one, I'm going to be able to straighten this out. How you going to straighten up something that's been made crooked? How is you going to do it? Well, he talks sweet to me. But he's crooked. But she's crooked. How are you going to make it straight? 713. Listen what Yahweh said. Ecclesiastes 713. Listen, you, you, do you believe the Bible? Or put the Bible out and walk. 713. Look what the Bible says. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse number 13 reads Consider the work of Yahweh. But who can make that straight, which he made crooked? You see that? So how are you going to cross over and you going to make it straight 
and Yahweh are made it crooked. You got more power than the Almighty? Huh? You got more power than the Almighty? You can get off a relationship that's outside of the covenant of Yahweh and think you're going to make it straight? Then you might well buy this bridge that I don't have, but pay me anyway for it. You might as well. I got a bridge for you, and I don't have a bridge, but pay me anyway. You see what do that? No, I ain't going to do that. Same thing, you got to be able to teach your offspring about what the Bible said in the relationship. If he made a pick of people crooked and they can't get straight, you can't make them straight. You got to repent. And tomorrow night lesson, I will show you the Bible how much time you got to, to do it once you know what the Bible says. Let's go to the 50th chapter of Psalm, verse 16, down to verse 22. Let's see what they, angel come from heaven and talk to David. An angel sent by the Son of the Father. He's coming from heaven. He said, hey, is you the king of Israel? Well, did you listen to what I got to tell you, David? What do you got to say? In Psalm 50, verse 16, now in verse 22. The book of Psalm, chapter 50, verse number 16 through 22 reads. The book of Psalm, chapter 50, verse number 16 reads. But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What I do to do to declare my statutes, or that you should take the, my covenant in your mouth. Verse 17. Then thou hatest instruction, and castest my word behind you. Verse 18. When thou sawest a thief, then thou consented with him, and hast been partaken with adultery. Verse 19. I gave it thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue framed deceit. Verse 20, thou sinnest and speaking against thy brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. Verse 21, these things have thou done, and I kept silent. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set them in order before thine eyes. Verse 22, now consider this. You that forget Yahweh, because I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver. You see what he said? He said, I'm going to sit the 12 tribes of Israel in order. See, Yahweh is in order, and that's what we're doing by the system on the camp. A boss will do like sinners in order. He said, but I'm going to prove you before they face. I'm going to show your nakedness who you really are, and I'm going to show you in, in, in the closing statement, Elder, in this ring, who you are and what I'm going to do to you. All written in the Bible. Do you believe the Bible? 18, chapter, verse 12, Revelation, Elder. Then skip down to verse 16. And we'll read down to 21 and closing statement. Listen to this. Book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse number 12, verse number 16 through 21 reads. Book of Revelation 18, verse number 12 reads. The merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and of pearls and fine linen, purple and silk and scarlet, and all thy, and all thine, thine wood, and all manner vessels of ivory, all manner of vessels of most precious wood, the brass and of iron and marble, 
Verse 13. Cinnamon and odor, ornament and frankincense, wine and oil and fine flour, wheat, beef, and sheep, horses, chariots, and slaves, and the souls of men. Verse 14. Verse 16. 1621. Verse 16. Verse 16 reads, And saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Verse 17. For in one hour so great riches has come to naught, and every shipmaster and all the company in ships, and sailors, and many as trade by sea, stood afar off. Verse 18. And cry when they saw the smoke of her tormented, saying, What city is like unto this great city? Verse number 19. And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, the great city, where were made rich all that had shipped in the sea by reason of her coastliness, when one hour is she made desolate. Verse 20. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and you righteous apostles and seers, for Yahweh have avenged you on her. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone, cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. Read 22 and 23 on the closing statement. Got some time. 22 and 23. The book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 22 and 23 reads. Revelation 18, verse 22. And the voice of hoppers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman or whatsoever craft he be shall be found found any more in thee. The sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. Verse 23. The light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. The voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by the sorcery were all nations deceived. <laughs> Great lesson that see Israel see Royal to the folk.